So I need help. <laughs> I need help with a lot of things, actually. My job hunt, my love life, what to eat tomorrow. I just need help. But how do, how do I ask? Like, how do I truly ask for help? Hello, and welcome to the Kindness Intelligence Podcast. What, what? I'm Chris Davis, your host, and we are talking about how to ask for help, like how to really ask for help. And I mean, I'm going to really situate this from a career perspective today because I think networking is such an important part of building your career and what you really want to do and um, but do it in a way that's really empowering and that I had to really learn, um, even recently, like I really had to kind of check a lot of the habits that I had. So just a couple things to start with. Um, when asking for help, I think it's acknowledging that you're, you know, I think the old traditional way is like, oh, I'm asking for a favor or I'm asking um, for information from someone that I don't really know that much about, or, you know, someone senior than me. So there's a lot of these preconceived notions about the person we're asking for help. So I just want to start with, um, acknowledging that it's okay not to know, right? Cause you're, you're literally putting yourself in a situation where you don't know, and this person may have more experience expertise than you. And it's really easy to compare yourself as well as kind of create this hierarchy, this like expertise faux hierarchy in your brain. Um, So what I like to do, and I've recently, it's really impacted how I meet with people and it's looking at it um, as an exchange. So when you start to shift it from, okay, I'm, you know, unknown and don't really know what I'm doing versus this person who really, you know, does, it doesn't put you in a kind light, right? You don't really give yourself that empowering notion. Whereas if you're like, I want to learn more about this, I'm curious about this, I'm passionate about this, then, um, and if you don't know all the details, it's still your curiosity leads, right? And it also, really allows it to be a collaborative chat as opposed to, um, you know, tell me everything you know, you're the expert, I know nothing. Because you always have something to add. And I think that's where, too, um, you know, sometimes when, when, uh, when you're job hunting or when you're looking for your next role, you kind of, you know, there's there's, I'm, especially when I was younger, I kind of was like, do I tell them what they want to hear or do I admit what I prefer? And um, I I have now done that where I'm like, I'm just going to completely admit that I, what I prefer, even though this person is really high in power or, you know, has some influence. That doesn't mean I need to like constantly be selling myself to each and every person that could get me a job, you know? Um, Because I think it's more about focusing on what you prefer and what you're passionate about. And then that's where the connection will just naturally happen. It just naturally happens when you're, when you're kind and when you're, you're invested in, you know, a conversation about what you really do like, 
you you really do get what you want versus when you're kind of going the lip service way of I'm so interested in this company and it's great and blah blah and it's like okay but what do you prefer what are you interested in because they might know someone in a completely different industry that actually is more aligned with you and what you like and what you want to do so just be honest and no bullshit like <laughs> and they also can smell that like I've been around people that um you know, we'll, we'll just play the lip service and be like, I love this job. And, and people can sense it, especially in the higher positions where they have some influence. Like they've been, they've been wheeled and dealed before. Like they're not, they're not amateurs, but I think it's also, it speaks a lot about you when you're coming across as really authentic and going, I, I just want to collaborate with you. Like I want to learn about your passion and I'm going to talk about mine. And, um, and I think too, when you're, I wrote this quote and I'm I'm definitely making it a love note, but for me, it's, it's braver to admit what you want and not know how to get it than to keep doing what you think is practical and easy and what you think people want to hear, right? Like that's the safe route, the brave route. I really love this. I don't know how to do it, but I'm going to learn it. Brave, huge. So that's, that's one thing for sure. Um, and also (laughs) when I, I remember when I was first getting out of university, I thought I had to be so perfect when I was asking for help. So I almost like shot myself in the foot. I, I did, to be honest, a lot of times where, you know, I think I had to, I had to come up with these like brilliant questions and, and know everything before I met them. And, and I know a lot of you know, you'll go to these recruiter events, you'll go to these like talent events and they'll be like, do your research. And, and you should, like, you really should about the company, the culture, uh, you know, what are they like? What are they building? What are the products? Take someone out for coffee that you, you know, is within the company. But I think it's also okay to fumble a little bit and not really be aware of the inner workings of all of the company. You don't work there. Like, how are you supposed to know how the product 100% works? Um, you're not, you don't have to be uh, in depth in knowing the, the entire funnel of the company. Like that's not the point of this meeting or even networking event. It's really, or just rendezvous, whatever. It's just, it's really to understand more about the inner workings of what you're interested in. So you're allowed. You're allowed to just ask really simple questions about like, what's the makeup? What's the organization like? What's the culture? It's okay to ask. It's really okay to ask because you're also getting a second opinion. And then you can chime in with your own learnings and research of what you've done. But, um, you know, don't let them let them have the floor. Like that's what you're meeting them for. So you don't have to fill it in with like, look at me, I'm a genius and I did all this research. It's not what it's about. It's really about how how can I like learn more about this company or this job that I future want in future. And and from there again it becomes a collaboration because you're the only thing you're really responsible for here is your own vision. Like this is my vision of what career that I want. And then it's up to them because of their own experience to give you feedback on how they got there and their steps taken. So you have to, you have to let them in. You have to let them help you, right? Like you have to be open to listening to 
the feedback and, and also take, um, take stock of it and then know that some things might work for you and some things might not, right? Different time, different person, unique experience, but just take it as, uh, take it as I'm listening to you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming and, and chatting with me and, um, and also add what you can. If you have an idea, if you have some feedback, if you have something interesting going on that you think that they would appreciate, share it, like share it. Don't be afraid to share it. It's not about getting the job or getting, you know, the interview. It's actually just about exchanging, right? And then you, you really do connect. And ironically enough, when a lot of times when I have networked, I honestly don't even ask them what they do. And then I end up chatting with them about their passions and their interests. And then I almost, so I like proceed it backwards. So I literally go like, who are you as a person? What makes you tick? Um, do you, what's your favorite part of your job? Like I really just go the opposite route. And then of course I'm like laughing cause I end up meeting like VPs of something. Right. Cause I'm like, Oh, I just didn't even know that you were that. But it's because I met the person first instead of, hey, what's your title? What can you give me? How do I perform for you? So think of it as this exchange and be joyful about it. Not perfect. Be joyful and curious and leave them with their heart lifted. Like, wow, that was such a nice conversation I had with them. And we joked around and it was fun. Uh, that's what you want to leave it with, right? So especially even from a... From a career perspective, you you want to know that you can like have a beer or kombucha or tea with this person. So go on a camaraderie level first. Um, and I think for, you know, giving them actual feedback of what you're looking for, as I said, just kind of shifting it, focus, focus um, back to, you know, that you're the holder of the vision it, it really boils down to what you view your success. Like, what does it look like for you? And don't wait for someone to tell you what it looks like. Like, what they're giving you is feedback on what their success was and how they defined it and then what happened in, in their case. So you've got to, like, chart your own success. And I know that stresses people out. Like, that really, it's like, again, you don't need to know all the answers. It's just... Um, just have like just a, a soft version of what you think you want this year, just this year. Like don't, don't do 10 years. It, it will start to stress you out. It always stresses me out. Um, and, and just do, um, the fine thing of asking yourself, are these realistic? And I, I don't mean via time frame, and I don't mean like, oh, am I like capable and, don't do that. I'm saying, are they realistic in the year that you have? Can you achieve this in a year, right? I'm not talking about your ability because I really do believe you can do what you put your mind to. And that's not lip service, by the way. That's me like saying, like, put it down. Um, AKA marrying Jennifer Aniston, right? Capable versus time frame. Give me time. I'm kidding. One day should we listen to this? Creepy. Not, not. Um, so I just... I just think that it's important to um, just focus on what success looks like and you from there can kind of, that's the vision that you can hold for them, right? So, and then that's how they can help you too, because if you're 
if you're saying, okay, like, you know, I want a job that looks similar to yours and maybe it took, maybe it even took them three. Like that doesn't matter how long it took them. The point is you're just here to go. This is the vision. It's not their opinion. So let's keep this. Let's, let's like create this divide right here. When you're asking for help, it's not to get their opinion on whether or not it's a good idea, right? Like I've worked with so many entrepreneurs. I've like thousands, no exaggeration. And it's not, it's not anyone's business if your idea is good, unless there may be an investor. That might be the only one because they're funding you. But when it's someone who you think can help you along in your career, it's not about whether it's good enough. It's about whether they're giving you supportive information, if they're encouraging you, if they're discouraging you about certain things. Okay, that's like helpful to know. But what you want to hone in on and focus in is the encouraging parts, like the parts that are that are helpful to you, you know, because that's the part that's going to move you forward. It's not the, oh, like this is tough and this is an obstacle. That's not going to move you forward. Like, thanks. I already know that whatever I put my mind, you know, like it's kind of ridiculous. Oh, I don't know if you can do this or that. You're a woman. Ridiculous. But what's going to help you is information and resources and um, other people that they're willing to introduce you to. So focus on the resources and and what they're saying that like move them along not not what hindered them what moved them along um so that's really cool to know and I think the other thing for me too when I'm thinking of successes you know because I I do have this massive ass list that I I do stress myself out over you know it's like what are your goals like what do you want to achieve and how do I just compartmentalize all of this uh, I started asking, what are what are the promises that I'm gonna keep uh, for myself? Like, what are the promises that I'm gonna keep to to the T, and and really not for anyone else, not what it looks like. Um, what's my criteria? You know, and for me, it's I mean, when it comes to job, it's believing the work working with people I love that are kind and uh, just believe in good business and also social responsibility as well as being fun and enjoyable and passionate. Like those are, that's my criteria. So keeping those promises to myself of certain projects that I feel not because it's going to prove anything, but to say like, what is going to make my heart happy and what is going to really, you know, make me proud in a year. Not what's going to make everybody else proud. What's going to make me proud and know that I kept this promise to me. Like these are my promises. These are my promises. And and I think that really does change the game when you're when you're chatting with people about help because now it's like I'm invested in these promises. Uh because they matter. They matter to me. And you kind of let go of your ego and you really you do need to be vulnerable. And I think that's the hardest part about asking for help is that everyone is so afraid to do it because you have to be, you have to be vulnerable and you have to reveal, you know, what you love and what's on your heart and on your mind and what you truly care about. So you, you know, the, the, you're almost like wanting to like hold it close, like a koala, you know, like you just want to like, 
just hold it and embrace it. But the truth is you got to share the koala. I didn't mean it to sound like that, but let's do it. I mean, I'm talking about Jennifer Aniston all the time. So, you know, let's let we're sharing, we're all sharing. And I think for me, it's important that I, that I speak to my own vulnerability. So this story, I mean, it really taught me a lot about perception and, and where I was and, and where I need to learn to ask for help and, um, and how to be kind to my own vulnerability when it, when it really strikes up. So apparently in, in that moment, and it's like, how, what do I do about it? And, and what do I, um, how do I, how do I just forgive it? And it's okay that I'm, I'm scared. Quite frankly, it's okay that I'm scared. So, uh, and my best, and one of my besties might kill me for telling a story, but it really speaks to when you're putting yourself out there, how, when you really put your heart on the line and when you really are a good person and you, you do what you love, you will get amazing responses. So my, um, one of my dear friends, I went, I was out on a birthday extravaganza with her and, um, it was just meeting a lot of new people and it was, I was a bit nervous and, um, you know, I do think sometimes that being queer and going to a new space, um, I do get nervous, you know, cause I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be accepted. And I hate to say that. I absolutely hate that I'm even saying that, but it's the truth and it's how I feel. And so when I, you know, there are people there that I knew were very positive. Um, but when you're in a new situation, it's like, are they going to like me uh, again? It's, it's a fear. So I went in and it was like a bunch of beautiful people and it was such a lovely party and everyone was so emotionally like kind and intelligent and like beautiful. Like I felt like I was Drake. Like I felt like everyone was just gorgeous and it was such a nice party and I had such a beautiful time and I was really able to let go. And it's kind of like networking. You just kind of like have to put yourself out there. And I was like, okay, like I can be myself in this. Um, so it was towards the end of the night. My dear friend had definitely more to drink than she normally does. It's her it's her birthday. She's allowed. And so I was with her new friends and myself. And, you know, my friend is a wonderful ally, just an absolute amazing ally in so many ways, just so proud. And it really, um, you know, we're on the street and they're kind of not walking so straight. So I held their hand to try and keep them afloat. And it made me realize in that moment, like, oh my God, and people were walking by us. And it, I was just like, hold up, like, is she okay with this? Like, is she going to be okay? Because like now I've put her in a vulnerable position. I put myself in one because it's like we're walking along and people think we're together or whatever they're thinking. And I mean, it's friends holding hands and like one of my, I like, she has my heart. I love her. And it's just, but it's just like, it made me go like, I'm putting this person in a vulnerable position. I'm putting myself in it. I'm kind of having a freak out and I'm panicking because I'm just like, is this okay? And in that moment, um, my dear friend is like just freaking out. She's like, look up, look up. You have to look up. You have to look up. And as I look up, there's this massive like pride sign 
of like huge proportion. And she, and she's just there like so proud of me and so like in it to win it as an ally. And I'm going like, what the, f-? <laughs> like in that moment, she's just like, I'm so proud of who you are. Like I've got your hand. I'm so proud of who you are. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I was so frightened of being myself. I'm a 34-year-old. Like, I have been out for quite some time. But it just, you know, it just goes to show you, like, that's that's what asking for help is like, you know? It's just this moment where you're just, like, fully vulnerable. You're in it with someone. And you're just like, they're, you know, not walking so great. And you're like, I got you. Like, I got you. And then they freaking point to a sign and they're like, I got you too. And that's what it is. Like, that's what, that's what asking for help is like. Like you, you get the gold prize. Like you just, they see your potential. They want to help you. They, they believe in you, but you have to, you have to let them in and you have to, you have to show them your hands and your, like your heart too. So trust that they're going to they're going to point to that sign and they're going to be just as proud of you and and I promise you you'll you'll get amazing results but just give them a chance okay much love bye for now You've been listening to the Kindness Intelligence Podcast. Thank you so much again for tuning in. If you have any more questions or feedback, you can reach me at insta at katieinthecity30. Thanks so much again. I love you and chat soon.